Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 32 of Revelation chapter 14. We're going to be reading verses 12 and 13. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God in the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Well, before we uh, continue on with our study tonight, I would like to make a correction um, as far as the way I've been pronouncing a Greek word in the last couple of studies. I've been uh, misplacing the vowel and pronouncing it uh, wrongly. It, it is the um, the Greek word, uh, Strong's 3306, that should be pronounced meno, meno. I've been pronouncing it Monet, um, and again, misplacing the vowels, and, and, um, that's, that's not a good thing to do. So please, um, just be aware of that. Uh, I hope I don't get you to say it, uh, incorrectly also. Again, the Greek word is meno, M-E-N-O, rather than M-O-N-E. And the word patience is hupo meno, hupo meno, not hupo mone. So um, please make a note of that. And now let's go to verse 12 of Revelation 14. And again, we've been looking at the word patience. Here is the patience of the saints. Because the context indicates judgment day. And God, in a just incredible way, is letting it be known that right here in the midst of a language, the midst of a chapter focused on Judgment Day, God's people, the elect, will remain on the earth and they will have a need of patience. And that's just one Last um, passage I like to go to um, in Hebrews chapter 10. In Hebrews 10, this is one of the earliest passages after May 21, 2011 that we were led to. And it's been very helpful over the course of time since uh, in what it says. In Hebrews 10, beginning in verse 35, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 
But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And this passage relates to the coming of Christ, as verse 37 indicates, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. And in that context of the coming of Christ, God speaks of having a need of patience after ye have done the will of God. And and we would just wonder uh, why would God speak of having done the will of God. Doing the will of God is an ongoing daily uh, occurrence for the child of God. In what way could we have done it and then have a need of patience after having done the will of God and in the context of the Lord Jesus coming and and not tearing. And God also speaks of um, living by faith and, and not drawing back and so forth. And it's only because of our vantage point of living in the time after the Great Tribulation in the day of judgment itself that we understand and we can see. Oh, it has to do with having done the will of God concerning evangelization, bringing the gospel to the world in order that the lost sheep of the house of Israel hear and become saved. That whole enormous program that God actively moved in his people to will and to do of his good pleasure in in going forth into the world with the gospel is now complete. As the day of salvation ended, all of the seasons, the seasons of rain and the seasons of God's fruitfulness in bringing in uh, the precious fruit of the earth have now ended. The will of God concerning that program of salvation is complete. And after that is done, then you have a need of patience. And that's exactly what Revelation 14 in our verse is speaking of. Here is the patience of the saints. Judgment Day is a time after the program of evangelization, the completion of God's salvation for the elect has taken place. Now comes a period of trial and testing and a need for patience, of of abiding under, continuing under the teaching of the Word of God. And, and that's really what the next part of the verse is saying also in verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Here, again, in... This day of judgment, at the time of the end of the world, are they that keep the commandments of God? And, of course, this statement reminds us of several other statements. But let's look at one in particular in John 14. It says in verse 15, and this is the Lord Jesus that that is speaking, um, in particular, we know the whole Bible is Christ speaking. 
But this is when he entered into the human race and walked amongst us. In John fourteen fifteen, If ye love me, keep my commandments. There is the Bible's definition of love. How do you know you love God? If you love me, keep my commandments. Love, according to the Bible, is not so much a feeling. Uh, It's not a sentiment. It's not an emotion. Love is action. Love can be measured by the degree that an individual keeps the commandments of God. And uh, it can also determine a lack of love. If someone is saying, oh, I love the Lord, I love him, and and they speak very highly, very well, very passionately even, of the Lord. What a great and marvelous Savior. I just love the Lord. And yet, they're failing to keep his commandments. For instance, God commanded everyone in the church to come out. That is a commandment of God, the commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ. The church age is over. Flee to the mountains. And, well, we know uh, the vast majority of people within the churches remain. They did not hearken. And to hearken means to hear and act with obedience. They failed to listen. And, and did not obey God. They did not keep that commandment. Demonstrating their lack of love for the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and a lack of love is a serious matter because the Bible tells us that, uh, he first loved us in order that we could love him. That is, love is not something that saves us. Love is really a result of salvation because he first loved us in dying for our sins from the foundation of the world and and God um, demonstrated in action the, the love of uh, himself for his people in, in dying um, such a death on their behalf, for their sake. And then, more than that, the Lord Jesus entered into the human race uh, and demonstrated, once again, through suffering and going to the cross, what the things that he had done from the point of the world's foundation, and, and that is just tremendous love to uh, to go through all that to reveal and show forth things that he had already accomplished. All the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So it is truly an act of great love. And why did Jesus do it? Well, he did all that the Father commanded him to do, demonstrating his love for the Father and God's love for his people. And and the people of God love God, and that love will be seen in obedience to the commandments of God. 
And that's why uh, it's not a little thing or a minor thing when God says, Sunday is mine holy day. And here is how I want you to conduct yourselves on on that Sunday Sabbath. And, and, and then people go to work and people go to the football game or people cut the grass or, or people do whatever. And uh, none of those things are in accord with the things God would have us to do, spiritual activities on that holy day. And, and, and therefore, we have to ask, well, uh, if I love the Lord, if I love the Lord, love is more than saying I love the Lord. It is showing that love through obedience. And, and it, it really causes us to wonder, do I love the Lord if I'm continuing to sin in this way. If I'm continuing to do these other things, it, it, it should make us wonder. Well, anyway, that's the Bible's definition of love is to keep God's commandments. In verse 21 of John 14, it says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Now again, that's that's basically saying the same thing, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now it is um, significant in Revelation 22, in the passage uh, wherein we, we find uh, that very helpful scripture, that says, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is righteous, let him be righteous still, that we also read of keeping God's commandments. In Revelation 22, it says in verse 9, Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Now, I wanted to read that. I just noticed it because it's basically saying, keep my commandments. Uh, of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Now we know, once we read that the sayings of the prophecy of this book, which is the word itself, the, the Bible, uh, that that it is not to be sealed, that means it's the time of the end. Because Daniel was told, seal up the word until the time of the end. And, and here, it, it's the last chapter of the last book of the Bible, and God is letting it be known. The Bible is not sealed, therefore it is the end. And, and then it says... Um, the time is at hand, verse 11, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is filthy, let him be filthy still, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous still, and he that is holy, let him be holy still. Now this is not the idea or the, the thing that God would say during a time in which salvation is possible. Let's let's say, for instance, the latter rain, which fell during the second part of the Great Tribulation for about 17 years. 
in which God was saving a great multitude of people from all the nations and tribes and tongues and that, that are in the world. Now, during that time, was it God's will that people that were unjust be unjust still, or filthy, that they be filthy still? Would, would that kind of statement fit with with the uh, uh, any point or any season in which God was saving? No, because God's elect were also unjust. That We were children of wrath even as others. God's elect were also spiritually filthy. And, and we all are witnesses that can give testimony to the tremendous uh, depths of sin that we ourselves have experienced and sunk into. We're dirty, rotten sinners, filthy in the things we have done and thought, just like anybody else. But it was not God's will that the unjust and the filthy be unjust and filthy still. He would not say that during a time in which he was still saving. If it were his will, then no one would have become saved. And that lets it be known or reveals to us that this statement must be made at a time when the door of heaven is shut. It First of all, it has to be the time of the end because the sayings of the prophecy of the book are not to be sealed. And, and that only happens at the time of the end. And then secondly, it has to be once the spiritual condition of mankind, saved and unsaved, has been established. That's the only way God could make this kind of a statement, that people remain. They they continue in a condition of uh, being unjust or a condition of being filthy or the the righteous and the holy continue in that condition, which is, of course, the condition we want to be in. That's the best possible condition because we uh, have had our sins washed away. And again, the Lord could only make this statement in the situation wherein salvation had come to a close. And, and, all right, I'm going to continue on and in verse 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. And, and that reminds us of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, where the fire of judgment day will try every man's work to see what sort it is. And, and so this relates to, uh, that as well. And then verse 13, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. And there is, there is the statement. Blessed are they that do his commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. And, and that will provide right to the tree of life. And it will show forth entry 
in through the gates into the city, the holy city. And again, let's not forget, and we always have to carefully mention this, that that doing God's commandments, showing love for him, is only possible in in a way that is pleasing to God and and satisfactory to him in the sense that he has first saved us, given us a new resurrected soul, a new heart and a new spirit. And and what does that new heart and new spirit desire to do, long to do, and is able to do? It desires to do the will of God. Remember um, what we read in Ezekiel chapter 36, and it says in verse 24, For I will take you from among the heathen, or nations, and gather you out of all countries, and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. And that reminds us of the previous statement, the filthy are filthy still because of their sins. But God's people are holy because they've been cleansed from the filthiness of our our sins. And then verse 26 of Ezekiel 36, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. There is, is why God says, blessed are they that do his commandments because they have already been saved. And, and, uh, anyone who thinks, well, I'll do the commandments of God to get saved, has another thing coming. They've got it backwards. They are under the uh, works gospel. They're trying to be justified by the works of the law. And the Bible uh, is uh, absolutely clear that no man is justified by the works of the law. That will never justify anyone trying to do the commandments of God. But if God has first saved you and given you a new heart, then uh, he causes you, the child of God, to do his commandments perfectly from the heart and within the person themselves. Well, yes, they still have the physical body, but more and more, they'll be uh, able to perform the doing of it in in uh, doing things that are pleasing to God, and that can only be doing things that are according to His written will, the Bible, His commandments, and and that's what God is saying here. Blessed are they that do His commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without our dogs, back in Revelation twenty-two fifteen, without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. That's everyone else in the human race that has not become saved. 
everyone else that God has not paid for their sins. These are the unjust. These are the filthy, filthy, uh, contaminated by their own iniquity. Their sin is upon them. The, there is no Savior for them. And and this um, is what God is saying here. And it's why he's bringing this up in Revelation fourteen twelve. Here are they that keep the commandments of God. And in case we missed the first part of the verse's point, here is the patience of the saints. It, it, it's being emphasized even more who these people are. Here are they that keep the commandments of God. And, and it can only be referring to those that God has saved because they do keep the commandments of God. And only someone that has experienced that new heart, the the uh, transformation that God has worked in them through salvation can keep the commandments of God. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.